Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everybody. You too. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new week ahead, for this new day, for this new lease of time. And we thank you for this opportunity to come to your presence. Of our hands, we want to give to you what you have given to us. To say thank you in appreciation for your grace. That grace which we do not deserve. In appreciation for your mercy which you renew for us every morning. Which most of the time, if we were to be on the other side, we wouldn't have offered it to others. Out of our human thinking. And yet you look upon us with your eyes of love. You are ever willing to forgive the times we have rebelled against you, the times we have been disobedient, the times we have hurt you and hurt others. We ask forgiveness for our failures, for our shortcomings. Where you have given us the word, but we have failed to uphold it. We ask forgiveness for our fleshly limitations, Father. For all the times we have thought from the flesh and have failed to discern in the spirit. We surrender our body, our soul, our spirit to you, Lord. We ask for that grace to bring about renewal. To rebuild ourselves in the area of our weakness. To grant us that wisdom and understanding to open the eyes of our heart to see through our own mistakes. And we ask, Lord, for the way out ahead of that. That walking with you through that wisdom, we're able to walk in the spirit in such situations further on and never more fall into that trap of the flesh. That we are able to become immune in those areas of our life. We are no more vulnerable. We thank you, Father, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. That peace that helps us stay calm, that helps us leave all worry out of it. And in our state of repentance, it is your peace that lifts us up, your joy that fills our heart, that we are able to look up forward with hope in our eyes. And we want to share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray. No one to pray for them and they do not know how to pray either. We share it with all those that are called Christians and have not yet encountered you. For whom it is only a religion. You are only a cross that hangs on that wall. They have not yet personally encountered you, Father. They do not know you. And we share it with all those that have willfully turned away from you. That choose not to know you. That choose to live in the secular. Or still worse, some have gone to the dark side. They are still the children of your inheritance, Lord. And some of them 
are known to us. Some of them are part of our friend circle, our families. We ask for mercy. We ask for forgiveness. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit, Lord. That they are able to rise up and say, I shall go back to my father's house. That they are able to recognize their father through all that circumstance. Where every veil before their eyes is thrown down, every mountain cut down. And the truth revealed to them shall set them free. Dear Father, as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The name of our God, our strong tower. Our shield, our strength. The God of Abraham, who always honors faith. And we pray in the name of Jesus. The one who taught us that faith. The Lion of Judah who leads us in battle. The Lord who heals. The one through whom we have our wisdom. The word himself. And we are able to speak that wisdom. In circumstances. We are able to speak the word of God. The will of the Father. And turn around situations. For our good. Our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of revelation who guides us through that revelation. The spirit of truth who reveals the truth to us. Amidst all the lies of the enemy, he is able to fill us with that discernment. The breath of the Father who quickens our spirit and gives it life. The spirit of resurrection who raises us up from being dead in the flesh to being alive. And in the spirit. Father we thank you. That you have blessed us. With your word. With your spirit. You have blessed us. With your gift of prayer. You have blessed us. With every resource that we need. For our abundance. For our success. You have blessed us. With angels. Destiny help us. With friends and family. We thank you father. That you provide food. On our table. And a shelter over our heads. We thank you lord. That you have blessed us. With this new week. And you give us the free will to choose what we shall do with it. We want to give glory to you, Lord, in everything that we think during this week, everything that we speak, and every action we take. Let it be for the growth, for the advancement, and for the purposes of the kingdom. Let it be for the betterment of our own lives and those of our brothers and our sisters. Help us live by your word, Father. All your precepts, your teachings that you want to pass on to your children. So that your children build that character, that image and likeness of yourself. And we shall reflect a bit on that in this morning's reflection today. We thank you, Father. I cover and seal every word spoken and every thought during this morning's prayer session, by the precious blood of Jesus, every prayer raised, let it be secured by this hedge of protection in the spirit, so that it cannot be tampered, it cannot be harmed, and it cannot be stolen by the thief. This morning we reflect on the difference between the gifts of the Holy Spirit where the Bible talks about these gifts in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is seen in Galatians chapter 5. 
And the question that comes up there is, are these the same and what's the difference? Which one should we desire more? Let's reflect on this today. First, let's look at the gifts. 1 Corinthians 12 verses 8 to 10 is where the gifts are revealed. Where Paul says, to one there is given through the spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And still to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the works of one and the same spirit. And he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Next, let's look at the fruit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit are revealed in are revealed by St. Paul in his letter to the Galatians, chapter 5, verse 22, where it says the virtues of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Notice that Paul calls it the fruit, not fruits. It is not plural, it is singular. So all of these are part of one single package and are reflective of his nature. That is why we saw at the start, it says the virtues. The gifts are given so that the believer can be equipped to carry out works of the kingdom. For edifying the church and for glorifying God. Who gets a gift and which one do they get is determined by the spirit. But we are called to desire all the gifts. And this is so that the body of Christ functions like the human body. Different parts, different functions. All complement each other, but one single body, the body of Christ. They are meant so that we work together for the progress of the kingdom. And we each must discern our role to be played in that. And desire the gift that best equips us for that role. But what about the fruit of the Spirit? Let's read from Galatians 5, verse 19 to 24. Paul talks about the fruit of the flesh first. That is the outcomes that are to be expected if fleshly ways are employed. From verse 19, he starts where he says, The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. And he says, I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, in contrast to all of these, what does life in the spirit produce? We see that in verse 22, Galatians 5, verse 22, where he says, but the fruit of the spirit, now he's com comparing them. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. That is when we obey the Holy Spirit and learn His ways, then our nature becomes such that we demonstrate the above fruit. We become like Him. And He says, against such things, there is no law. In verse 24, he says, those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And what we saw in verse 19 to 21 are the outcomes of those passions and desires. And they no longer seek to live by the ways of the flesh or the ways of the world. Rather, they have nailed all those passions to the cross and revisit them no more. It is like they have burnt their bridges behind them, so there's no turning back. Had those bridges not been burnt, they could have returned by the same bridge back to sin. So the question here for each of us I'd like us to reflect on is, have I burnt my bridges when I received the Holy Spirit? Or am I still secretly keeping that passage open for a time when I'd like to enjoy myself in the flesh and ignore what the Father wants to tell me? Now let's look at what is the main difference <clears throat> between the gifts and the fruit. The gifts are selectively given for kingdom works. A person may not necessarily receive all of them, and certainly not at once. But the fruit, while working with the Holy Spirit and being obedient to Him, we can receive all of that fruit at once. It is the impartation of His very nature, the nature of the Holy Spirit and the nature of Jesus. And so when God says, you know, Genesis 1, 26, let us make man in our own likeness and image, this is that very likeness and image. These are the words that characterize. This is the nature that characterizes that image. And when we reach a point that this fruit is mature in us, then we can say the realm of Galatians 2, verse 20 has now become real in us. I have crucified my flesh, so I no longer go back to all those things. I no longer go back that bridge. All those things mentioned in Galatians 5, 19 to 21. I've crucified my flesh and all its sinful ways on the cross. And it is no longer I, but now my Christ who lives in me because I reflect all those very characters that he has. All those very characteristics of his nature that he has. And we have reached a point of fulfillment, what Jesus called or said in John 14, verse 12, where he said, those who believe in me will do the works that I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. We have been able to shut out the causes of sin or all the possible anchor points for the enemy to grab a hold on us, to steal, to kill, and to destroy.
the question to ponder or ponder or today is am i is what am i or what should i be focusing on more the gifts or the fruit of the spirit in john 15 verse 8 jesus said this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples that is showing yourselves to have absorbed everything that i have taught you and reflecting that in your ways in your works and in your life what do you think he was referring to the gifts the use of the gifts or was he referring to his very nature when we look closely at that word disciple it is learning everything that our teacher has taught us and becoming like him also in matthew 12 verse 33 jesus said make a tree good and its fruit will be good or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad for a tree is recognized by its fruit so here i'd like to highlight a person can have all the gifts of the holy spirit and yet be operating in pride looking to utilize those god given talents and gifts for his own personal glory rather than the glory of god it is possible to fall and we have experienced that personally i can speak for myself where we receive certain gifts and we think i am doing this we acted out of pride so it is more important for us to focus on the fruit first than the gifts to build our character modeled on christ then can we go out demonstrating it to others and enriching their lives through this character followed by the gifts that he has given us where we use those gifts to be a blessing to them father in the name of jesus i pray that we each reflect on our own personal lives and our own personal prayer on our journey of spiritual growth to revisit what is it that we are desiring when we pray are we seeking spiritual power for our own personal satisfaction are we seeking to have the gift of tongues just because others have it or just because i can say i have it and use it like a medal on my chest am i seeking that gift for my own pride for my own ego or am i seeking it to bring glory to the father am i desiring to be the good christian christ like a disciple of jesus or am i just seeking to build my own ways my own kingdom my kingdom come my will be done not yours we ask for that enlightenment in our spirit this day lord open the eyes of our heart to focus more on your fruit for all the times we have strayed away from what you want to make us lord your image and your likeness we ask for forgiveness open our eyes to see through those limitations and to rise above it to walk humbly with our king with our maker with our father to align with his will and his purposes 
knowing fully that along with blessing others, his purpose is also to bless and enrich us through those. He wants to see us in abundance. He wants to see us in dominion. The way to reach it is through the fruit, not through the gift. Open our eyes, Father. We pray. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, for all the requests that have been mentioned on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. For all those that are battling COVID and any other life-threatening circumstances. We pray for all those that are in hospital this day. We speak your healing over their lives, Lord, through your precious blood, by your stripes and your wounds. We declare healing. That healing which was released for them, we claim it over their lives this day. We pray also for all those, all families that are battling separation, that are victims to spirits of divorce, spirit of infidelity, any other spirit that seeks to steal from them and divide that home, Lord, we come against it in the name of Jesus. We curse, we rebuke, and we bind these spirits that are separatists in their nature. And we cast them out of these homes, into the lake of fire, we forbid them to return anymore in the name of Jesus. Lord, we invite you into these homes. We ask you take your place there to come and dine with this family so that when that family builds a relationship with you and you as the head of that home, the most low has no place to enter. That house that is swept clean and garnished is now filled it is no longer empty that that wicked spirit can come back and bring seven more worse than itself. We ask for your presence, Lord. Let your word come alive and let that word fill their hearts and their home. Your presence, Father. We pray also for all the families that are part of this Brisbane prayer group. We cover each of these families as well by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with our needs that align with your will. We plead your blood, Lord, over each of these, each member of these families. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each one and to protect them and keep them safe from harm, from sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, from hijacking, from terrorism, and from any kind of sickness or disease. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. In your name, Jesus, we declare every such chain, every such yoke broken. We ask for your anointing, Father, to touch these lives. That yoke-breaking anointing that brings restoration, that brings freedom through your spirit of liberty. That they are able to renounce all those ways, those habits that have led them 
to be victims of such strongholds of such slavery of such bondage and let your word your light illuminate their lives their thoughts and their actions we pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well especially those members of our family and our friend circle that are not yet saved have not yet received their salvation quicken them oh father draw them near that they shall come to you that they might call on your name and be delivered unless you quicken them they cannot come open their eyes father draw them near we pray in a special way for our own personal needs and those of our families as well we raise our own petitions here and we ask for wisdom we ask for strength to walk through all those challenges lord knowing that you go with us knowing that you go before us and you flatten that path you make our way straight and when you lead us lord we go into every battle confidently there is no fear there is no doubt father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us and when we raise all our requests in faith and we speak your word <coughs> excuse me it is your spirit that hovers over that spoken word over that prayer and brings it to manifestation in the spirit and also in the physical everything that is void and formless is given shape is given life and it is that same spirit that prays with us that intercedes for us as well we thank you lord that this prayer is an answered prayer every request that is raised here on this platform is an answered prayer i encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in those that are praying for the gift of tongues to also unmute release your tongue in faith and ask the holy spirit to take over let us now pray in the spirit and make it our prayer of agreement thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit Thank ಕಿಯಾ <laughs> ಸರಕಾರ 
The scripture I got today is from Jeremiah 1, 7 to 10. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a youth. For to all to whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Be not afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put, put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And the words that I have received almost seem to be like they are a continuation of what Shanine has just read for us. This is from the book of John, chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, where it says, And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that you speak to us, that you are pouring your revelation into each of our hearts. 
so that as we meditate on today's reflection throughout this day, you show us your will, you show us the way forward, and you help us identify what our heart should look for. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, out of that blessing, let us step out, carry our testimony and the word, the gospel that has been made real to us, the person of Jesus, and share that with others and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Bruce McCreary. Thank you, Jesus.